Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and standing through the screen here is the Batman. I'm Vengeance. Today, Ugh. we are talking the brand new, highly anticipated Matt Reeves Batman film called The Batman. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and riddle me this. Cheers. Cheers. Well, before we get into Batman talk, let's talk about what we got here to drink. So to talk about The Dark Knight, I brought something I've also had on the show before, but you know, I wanted to go something dark here. So I got Barley Brown's Breakfast Stout, which is a very delicious stout. Hey, Jordan, all themed and stuff. I just have a gigantic, literally the opposite, let the sun beat down upon my face IPA. Yeah, that does not go with this genre, especially when this film was more of a film noir style. Sunshine does not mix. There's a little bit of sunshine in this movie. Barely. Just a little bit. Barely. It's like two mm. shots of sun. Damn, that's delicious stuff. I like it. Such a good mm. stout. Mm. Alrighty. Well, yeah, we are gonna just skip everything as far as movie news and other stuff we saw this week, and we're just gonna talk everything. The Batman. We'll uh, do a quick little overview here. Talk about our, what our anticipation was like, and and uh, yeah, just what our initial thoughts were, and then we're gonna go right into spoilers and everything all right sounds good hold on real quick i'm gonna see where this fell on my most anticipated list oh shit all right well daniel would you like to go first how excited were you for this movie are you just sick and tired of uh superheroes sick and tired of batman or were you just pumped to go see this movie were the trailers oh, good do they sell you were you just like oh those trailers are crap what what are all your thoughts i have a super long history with my anticipation for this movie this is one of those movies that i try not to buy up into the hype of everything but from the get-go when we started announcing the casting i was like i was hooked i was super interested in this movie i mean i just remember when the cast was coming out and i mean this happens every time they cast a batman they're like really that guy but you know so i wasn't super rude but i was it goes all the way back to michael keaton it's crazy yeah you know so i think val kilmer and maybe george Clooney were the only ones like i could kind of see that then of course they're in some of the worst ones (laughs) yeah exactly you know so yeah, George Clooney, great Bruce Wayne, horrible Batman. But, you know, so this goes all the way back to just me, like, because, you know, th- like, I, as much as, like, I have had superhero fatigue, I think two years of the pandemic, and we have gotten some superhero movies, but it's been a lot less than what we were used to, at least up until, like, more recently when we got all the Marvel TV shows. You know, so I feel like it had a nice break and I'm like, okay, I mean, this is genre I definitely love, but it was getting a bit oversaturated. But 
you know, I mean, honestly, from the word go, I was stoked about this movie. Like, don't really know much about Matt Reese besides his Planet of the Apes trilogies, like, beloved. People freaking love that. And I've only ever seen the first one. So I really need to go back and finish well, those. He only, he only directed the second two, though. The first two or, or the se- or... second two? He did Dawn Ooh, so and I War. hear are the ones that really kick it up. So yeah, he, he didn't do Rise. He did Dawn and War. Okay. All right. Well, cool. So, you know, I don't really, wasn't really super familiar with him, but like, like I said, when they announced Robert Pattinson is like, I think it was like threefold. Robert Pattinson as Batman got announced. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman got announced. And I think Colin Farrell as the Penguin got announced. And I just remember looking at that. I'm like, really? And I'm just like, this is interesting. Like there was no other word to say. I'm like the guy who unfortunately still most people just know him as Edward from Twilight. And I feel like anybody who hated on the movie just off of that is just like, they're the people who just know Twilight, but have never seen anything else he's ever done. I mean, we watch good times and I I don't know where it's streaming right now. I think Netflix took it off, but that is a much must watch. Same guys that did Uncut Gems, and it is a edge of your seat thriller, just like Uncut Gems was, where it's just like once it starts, it never stops. Exactly. So you know, and I, I don't really care. Like I don't like Twilight, but I'm like, okay, he's an actor. He just he's he's he does movies. Like I don't, I'm not gonna hold that against him. But I was like very interested from the get go. I'm like, this is an interesting cast, not one I would expect to see especially in like a huge blockbuster Batman movie, which just got me excited. Cause I'm like, if nothing else, it seems like it's going to be different, you know? And that's more, if anything, like I love the genre, but I would love to get more variety. And I think that's exactly what this movie turned out to be is a nice, fresh take on a character, you know, bit different than what we have been used to, especially with Marvel movies, but even with the DC movies too. So I... Like I was from the get go, I was super stoked. And I think this movie uh, exceeded my expectations. Good, good. Awesome. Yeah, for me, um, I actually have it only because I didn't want to include Top Gun again. I had it as number one on my top 10 most anticipated for 2022. And yeah, as much as I like Daniel, I wanted to just kind of like, not get sucked into the hype of it and let my hopes give up, but I couldn't help it. Like the second they dropped that first trailer and I watched it, I was hooked thinking, Oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. I mean, that first trailer was just so well put together using Nirvana, something in the way. Something in the way. Yeah. Something in the way. Anyway, I just, I was hooked and I was like, okay, this is actually cause yo, like Daniel saying, every time a new Batman's in, I was like, okay, I don't know if I can see this guy playing Batman. Same thing happened with Robert Pattinson. Same thing. Yeah, it's, it's the same with all of them. It goes all the way back to uh, goes all the way back to Michael Keaton. A lot of people are like, well, but he's a comedic actor. How could he be Batman? I mean, I, I just don't see it. And then I was the same. I was definitely in more recent times the same skeptic with Ben Affleck. I'm like, Ben Affleck, really? Eh, I don't see that. And then his Batman blew me away as far as like okay yeah this is a guy he actually did a damn good job and i wanted more of his batman unfortunately we're not going to get more of his but well we're going to get some of his batman in the flash movie i mean but they Spoiler. just I, i'm still like i definitely like bat flag but they just squandered him completely yeah he he deserves 
justice, if you will. <laughs> he deserves vengeance. Vengeance, yes, yes, he does. Um, loved everything. I, I again with the announcements of the cast, like okay, I was definitely skeptical of Robert Pattinson, but once that first trailer came out, I, I was in. I was in, and I just been looking forward to this movie, anticipating it. Sat down and watched it, and I was definitely blown away by it. Three hours long, but it goes down smooth. Does not feel like a three-hour movie. I just, I was just, I was just sucked into the world, and I was, I was on board throughout the whole three hours. Like there was not a time where I was bored, looking at my watch, nothing. I was sucked into the world, and I enjoyed myself quite a bit. I thought Pattinson did a great job. Uh, is he my favorite Batman? We'll talk about that later. Uh, but I thought he overall did a very, very good job. The whole cast was great from. From Pattison to Kravitz to um, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon, I thought they were all just great in their roles. Um, but yeah, needless to say, not let down whatsoever, and had a good time. So that's kind of my overview as far as what this movie is. Um, definitely love the uh, dark film noir feel this movie had. I I was a huge fan of that. Um, and yeah, anyway, I, I can't wait to see this movie again, and I'm excited to talk more about it. Heck yeah. I mean, we didn't, I mean, in my long weenus amount is how hyped I've been for this movie. Yeah. We didn't even, I didn't even touch on like the, the trailer. Cause I remember I, I watched two years ago. It wasn't this past year. It was two years ago now that I watched like the DC, like online, like fan con that they did called like DC fandom or something. And I remember I'm like, I watched the Batman panel. Cause I'm like, okay. They're going to have interviews, but I'm like, they're probably going to drop the trailer. And then they drop the trailer. And I just remember like, holy shit, holy shit. Like it, it looks awesome. It looks, it looks like everything I would want from this movie. And then I remember lot, and then this year before it came out, I had to watch the con again for another trailer and the newer, and then the second trailer came out. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is still I'm so fucking hyped. I can't contain. It's so hard, but damn, I'm so glad that the hype, like it, it wasn't overhyped. I don't think for us, it sounds like it was not overhyped, but man. Yeah. These trailers were amazing. So. All right. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So. Daniel, who reads comics, might be able to tell us a little more. But this, so this, this takes place basically year two of uh, Bruce Wayne being Batman. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Right? Am I right? Yeah. It's. They, I mean, they mentioned that it's about two. It's two years into his crusade as Batman. I guess things in the first act. What did you like about the first act, as far as setup, the character, things like that? What were some things that you that stood out to you? Well, we're not going to talk I mean, spoilers quite well. Are we already going to get spoilers? Let's think about that for a sec. I mean, it's let's see. General thoughts about the movie. I mean, what, well, before we get into like deep spoilers, I mean, like the biggest, like the broadest overview of the plot is yeah, it's a year two Batman, pretty fresh, doesn't even have a Batmobile when we first see him he's riding around on a motorcycle um and it looks like he changes into his batman costume on the fly you know he's not just walking around as batman constantly he's patrolling in incognito 
until he see essentially sees something that he needs to intervene with. But I mean, I guess for his biggest general thoughts, like, you know, from the trailers, we get like a really sadistic serial killer Riddler. Um, and what this movie really boils down to is, I think we mentioned a little bit, it's a film noir detective story, like centers around Batman being more of a detective than anything else. He definitely does vigilante work too, but we're following a Batman as he's trying to solve a, a serial killer murder case, which, you know, that drives the plot from every act. And I honestly, I love, cause we, we got a little bit of like the detective side of Batman in the Nolan, but it's one of those things that the movies always just kind of push off to the side in favor of just like vigilante justice and action that instead, but this movie very much like we have the action, but it's also tied to his investigation. Like when he has to go see the penguin or something, you see him like how you would in like video games or like in comics where to get to the penguin, there's always like a handful of like no name goons that he has to go through before he can even get to the penguin, which I love, you Mm -hmm. know, I remember having that, same thought when I was playing like in one of the Arkham games. I'm like, oh yeah, literally I was going to go talk to the penguin. You fight like 20 guys. I'm like, man, this is just like the society that they live in. You just to have just to have a random conversation, not even to like take him in for anything else, just to talk to him. You have to beat up like 40 guys. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I, I just love, I really love that that was first and foremost. Like we have like a a brief narration at the beginning talking about like oh like kind of like the oh the city is sick you know like i'm i'm out here on the streets trying to make a difference which i'm kind of not gonna lie i was kind of glad that faded off fairly quickly and then we just it's like the intro and then we have it here and there but it really just drives the point home that he's like he's batman all he wants to be is batman and we're following him during this grizzled detective story trying to figure out who the riddler is what he wants and you know lean us all into the third and final act which kind of pops off but yeah i think that's a brief actual overview of the uh yeah that was was great and that's just everything i loved about this movie was we yeah we get to see more of the detective side of batman which i dug that I, i really really enjoyed that quite a bit um yeah i i just love uh it kicks off the whole thing kicks off with the what is it? I'm trying to think what the opening scene was. I guess we see. So I thought this was a flashback to Bruce Wayne as a child, but we see a kid and his dad kind of horsing around through a window, and we see somebody else is watching them through like a lens. And mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was Bruce Wayne and his father. You know, flashback scene turned out to be the mayor, the current or a guy running to be mayor of the city. Yeah. Well, Which, I think he was. I think he was the current mayor going up for re-election. Current, yeah, current mayor going up for re-election. But yeah, uh, but yeah. So, but it, the whole thing kicks off with his murder by the uh, Riddler, which I guess that is getting into spoilers. Uh, I'm trying to think of what we get. Okay, what can I say before spoilers? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I, don't know, I mean, it kind of spoilers, kind of isn't. <laughs> it was. Let's see. We could go into like some general likes about the characters. Yeah, let's talk about general likes about the characters. Um, I mean, o- overall, um, let's just say as far as Batman goes, I, we saw a lot of a lot of Batman in this movie. There's some 
then other Batman movies were I like I wish I liked the movie, but I wish there was more Batman in it. I kind of felt that way about Dark Knight Rises. Good movie overall, but needed more Batman in it. But it's but, like this movie, Batman is front and center 95% of the movie. Like yeah. we're not even following around Bruce Wayne that much. It's mostly just Batman. Which I dug quite a bit. I like that quite a bit. And I thought Pattinson overall, my only complaint of Pattinson is I wanted him just a little more jacked. Just a little bit more meat on the bone to make me believe that he truly could beat up all those baddies, if you will. I, I got to believe it. He still was in great shape, has some muscle and definitely training and could definitely kick some ass. But I, I, you know, I still like Christian Bale and Ben Affleck got very, you know, yoked for their roles. Like they were a presence, especially Affleck's Batman. He was yoked. He was a presence, you know, to be reckoned with as far as like, you didn't want to fuck with him. He was like the, the new Jack Reacher of Batman. I mean, you didn't want to fuck with this guy. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I know that was something that Ron Pattinson went in is like, hey, I'm not going to get super jacked. He was made it a point of contention. He's like, I'm not going to get overly jacked for this role. Why not? He's Batman. I mean, I don't know. It's just something personal choice. They didn't. I mean, when he's in the suit, he looks jacked. You know, when he's out of the suit, he's just regular Bruce Wayne. So it didn't really bother me that much. But I kind, I, I did feel the same way a little bit. Like. When you first see him, I'm like, he looks, I mean, he's noticeably like scrawnier than the other Batmans because yet like, especially like the Snyder Batman, like Jesus, he's fucking huge. Well, and I'll kind of let slide since it's only year two, maybe over the years. Like, I mean, I would like to revisit this Batman every five years. And yeah, maybe as part of him growing is he throws on more muscle over the years too. Maybe. That, maybe. Could, be, that could be something else. But otherwise, overall, I thought he did a good job. Uh, I thought Jeffrey Wright was a great Jim Gordon. I, I don't know what it was. I was totally loved his Jim Gordon, though. And I was so surprised and happy that he had a really big presence in this movie. It wasn't just showing up at the bat signal every 45 minutes at the beginning of every act or whatever to talk to Batman. Jim Gordon had a really big presence in this movie, and I really liked that a lot. Yes. No, Jeffrey, I agree with you. It's hard, like... You know, people keep, you know, I saw a lot of people like, is it better? Like, I don't, I don't think you need to like one more than the other, but it's so hard not to compare this movie to the Nolan films. Um, Especially like, I, I love freaking, what's his name? He's Jim Gordon in Nolan films. I'm looking it up because I'm like, I don't know why I'm drawing a huge plank myself. I know our audience is screaming his name right now. I know he's an amazing actor. Um, Hold on, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, there it is. Yes, yes. the guy that can play any character perfectly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Gary Oldman, great actor, an amazing Jim Gordon. Jeffrey Wright, also an amazing Jim Gordon. I, I, I mean, honestly, I did really like him, and I loved how, like, yeah, the dynamic between them is definitely. I think it's better like this movie's better for like you know he's established again it's two years in so he's established his his um alliance with Jim Gordon and they are essentially co-investigating trying to solve this murder together not just like Batman like showing up like here's some clues that I picked up see you later it's like they are working hand in hand to figure out and try and stop this crime free with as little bodies on the ground as possible. 
mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I think that is something that was definitely one of the stronger points is that these characters work so well together. Like in, I love how Jeff in like, since Jeffrey Wright is Lieutenant James Gordon, he's not the boss of the police. So he constantly has to go up to bat and be like, dude, leave him alone. Like he's with me. Like he constantly gets pushed back from the other police you know, like deputies and other which people is, in the which department. I, and I like that too, because that's rightfully so. You have the right to question this vigilante. <laughs> yeah, and he's just and, like, we're the police. What, and his, what, literally... his, what his motives are too. So yeah, I, I like that. But yeah, at this point, Jim Gordon's like, he's earned my trust. I don't know. I like them. I like him. You know what? I think he's on our side. I like him. There, there's some good moments. They had some, I thought they just had good chemistry. I, I, I really liked, enjoyed their, their, on screen um time together yes and speaking of great chemistry uh zoe kravitz as selena kyle slash catwoman uh definitely i thought they had uh her and robert pattinson you know batman and catwoman had great chemistry like the cat and the bat like that's always just like a classic storyline in comics outside of comics and like in all the animated tv shows and stuff like batman and catwoman were like frenemies slash you know they definitely get together in a lot of different storylines in the comics too. You know, it's just, it's a great, I love that dynamic. Like it's the one like villain or like, she's not even like, she's just a thief. She's not even like a really like bad villain. She's just, they always have that unique relationship where he's like, I stand for justice. You stand to just like gain wherever you can. But like there, I, I thought the chemistry that Zoe Kravitz and, Ron Pattinson had as their characters was great. Uh, I mean, and it's not hard, but like definitely like top contender for, I mean, she's a different Catwoman than we see in Batman Returns for sure, obviously. Who are you? Who's the man behind the bat? Maybe you can help me find the woman behind the cat. Different from uh, Catwoman and Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We haven't had a lot of um, great, like, on-screen presences of Catwoman. Like, but we've had Halle Berry, which wasn't good. Um, but she she's one of those had potential, had kind of like Clooney. Had potential had you been put in a way, way better movie. Instead, they got put in this piece of shit garbage film. Exactly. But, but uh, so to have Catwoman be a prominent player, th- which I also, you know, you like she was in the trailers, but you don't know how much of a prevalence, but she had a continuous presence throughout the entire movie from act one to act three, which I really loved. I thought it was, and honestly, you would think that, I mean, we don't follow too many characters. We follow around four throughout the entire movie, four or five, actually I'm looking at about five or six, but this movie also, I mean, it's three hours long. So keep that in mind, but it never feels bloated with characters. I don't feel like we're getting too many characters, Um, but I don't know. Zoe Kravitz, like definitely a great Catwoman. I'm really glad. I really like what they did with her character and I'm really excited in hopefully she will have a, like a continuous presence in at least the next movie. Yeah, I can see they're carrying her on. And we'll talk when we get into spoilers, more details about her. But yeah, I thought overall she was good. She's not my favorite Catwoman, but I thought overall she did a really good job. 
I completely agree with you as far as her and Pattinson had great chemistry on screen. That there's no denying that, and I thought that was great. And they did a lot of good things with her character that we'll get into later. But yeah, I dug her. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other characters. Oh, well, let's we also got to Colin. mention, have to mention Colin Farrell as That's what I was just about to say, yeah, Oz slash the Penguin because he is the oh, most like transformative character in the movie. Oh my god, Unrec- If 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 I was sitting in a coffee shop and he sat next to me and started talking, no way I'd be like, oh hey. It's Colin Farrell. <laughs> and I love that he, I saw that, an interview with him it, talking what? about it. Go ahead. How like people on set were like, who are you? He's like, I'm, Colin, I'm, I'm, he, I'm here for the movie. <laughs> Oswald Cobblebot, who are you? Well, take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> but uh, he was great in the makeup job. Oh my gosh. I mean, again, if you've sitting next to me in a coffee shop, we started talking. No way I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's Colin Farrell. All right, that's just like some random dude. <laughs> it, yeah, the, it was so crazy how good a job they did with that makeup on him. And him and he was completely in character. I, I loved it so much. But yeah, he was amazing. Um, I'm, I'm shocked to see that. Apparently, I, I just had to look it up. But it said for makeup for at least like his face, four hours of prosthetics and makeup but i'm like damn that seems like such a drastic transformation like i'm surprised it only took four hours yeah but i mean and i love the angle of the penguin like he's not like the danny devito penguin he's not like he doesn't have an umbrella like you know he played like he's a a duck yeah he's a bit grizzled and like scarred in his face but it's not like overtly like penguin shaped he's and they play him more as the gangster archetype where he runs his like shady lounge where like seedy things happen but he's not like a caricature i guess mm-hmm. you know which i thought was great i love again like as grounded as batman can be like they definitely grounded everybody in this movie to i think like a fairly realistic for again a comic book movie there's still obviously suspension of disbelief but him as like oz or the penguin i thought was amazing especially Again, did not expect him to have a presence in Act One, Two, and Three. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think it's probably you know, now that we're talking about it, I think that's probably one of the strongest things of what makes Smooth so strong is there's very little besides like you know, no name police officers. The main characters that you see in the first act carry all the way through the third act. Yeah, they're Val- all there. Falcone being another one. Yeah, exactly. And uh, God, what was the uh... Paul Dano's the Riddler? W- one person. Oh yeah, yeah. One person we haven't talked about yet is uh, Alfred Pennyworth. Yes, Andy Circus. Now, I God feel. Him. I guess. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just said Gollum. Precious. Gollum. Yes. Yeah. Andy Circus, Gollum, Claw, from Black Panther. But Which I love his claw character. I, I gotta say, not my favorite, uh, Alfred. But I think part of it is because I think he got cut a little short. He had a decent presence for the first couple acts, but then got cut short in the third one. Yeah, I was gonna say he's the only one that gets sidelined in the third act. Yeah. Um, and you know, he did we didn't really get a lot. I did like how at least at the very beginning he was like because it shows, you know, Alfred Pennyworth isn't just the butler, you know, he helps, he's smart, he used to be combat capable, more than anything, 
you know this like yeah andy circus's alfred i could take it or leave it it didn't blow me away but again we didn't of all the characters that were in the movie he did get the least amount of time devoted to him i feel mm-hmm. and you know personally i think that i would probably take any other alfred over him as of right now that could change in future yeah, movies but i mean like i i like jeremy irons more than I jeremy like irons alfred. yeah i i think my favorite is still michael kane i mean he just has that alfred charisma to him he does so Michael Caine is definitely probably my top favorite. Yeah. And especially Michael Caine's Alfred, like especially in like the second one, you know that he's like an Alfred with a history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, like I said, I, I didn't hate his Alfred. He just, he's the only character that, like I said, that got introduced in the first act with the rest of them that didn't fully carry over from act one to act two to act three and, and we I, get the least amount of time with he, his he's character. one i could see though having a bigger presence in the, the next film though i could see him working more with batman kind of the way jeremy irons alfred does and michael keaton or michael Caine's alfred does yeah. i could i could see more of that in this next one so. which is something that like i would really love to see like i said i'll keep an open mind like i said it didn't ruin detract anything from the movie it's just the only character that i feel like needs a little bit more character development a character that needs a bit more character going forward with a sequel yeah absolutely but otherwise didn't he didn't suck as alfred i, I thought he was still fine so yeah just making that clear <laughs> okay all right um and i guess the last one we need to talk about is paul dano as the riddler because this is as far as on-screen adaptions goes this is a far departure from jim carrey's riddler and even a pretty far departure from most comic book Riddlers. Mm-hmm. Like we get a more like this felt very it, when it comes to the Riddler. This felt very um, this felt very David Fincher, like Zodiac Seven kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I think they definitely took a lot of inspiration from Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this Riddler is like a straight up. I mean, he is. He's a straight up serial killer Riddler. Leaves clues specifically for the Batman because he's essentially challenges the Batman to a game of wits, and he's trying to so like he gives them little riddles throughout the movie, which obviously, but he's really just like leaving him little clues to see if he can figure out his overarching plan and see if the Batman can actually stop him, you know, before his plan comes to fruition. Um, and honestly, I did enjoy the darker take on the Riddler. I have, it definitely takes, uh, it definitely takes, what am I trying to say? It definitely takes a note. Like his Riddler is a lot, like definitely inspired from a Batman comic called Hush, mm-hmm. where it's more of like a serial killers ripping through Gotham and they're trying to figure out who he is. You know, why he's doing it. I heard, is there something at the very end credits that we missed where it just says hush in like smoke? Something like uh, that? Possibly. I heard that they said that the there was a riddle in the end credits scene. And I think it just said like the Riddler, like you haven't seen the last of him essentially. Okay. Which I guess might be a spoiler, but spoiler. Um, Batman doesn't kill. So is that really a spoiler? I don't know. Exactly. But um, unless you're, you're Batflick, 
But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was all for that guy when he when he shoves a crate in the guy's head and knocks him to the wall and kills him. I was like, dude, oh, I mean yeah. that that is still one of the strongest fight scenes in Batman history. Where that, that warehouse scene where he just fucks people up. That was still amazing. I rewatched um, it today on YouTube. I was like, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Paul Dano, the Riddler, like definitely, like I just love like he he has little videos, you know, that he leaves. He has his little cutesy little cards that he leaves for the batman with his riddles on them mm-hmm. you know he i i did really enjoy the really i enjoyed like the more sociopathic like the the more murderous take on him i really felt like it was i i've yeah like i said it felt more like a zodiac killer mm-hmm. than like madman who just likes puns and riddles um so i really i did enjoy the take on the riddler quite a bit Trying to see what else he's been in. He's been in a couple things I've seen, but I can't recall his character in them. Well, I know he was also in Prisoners, which was a really good movie. He was in Little Miss Sunshine, <laughs> Fast Food Nation, <laughs> Sopranos. Okay, he's in some Sopranos. He's been in a lot of stuff, but yeah, I'm just trying to think because uh sunshine there will be blood 12 years a slave love and mercy yeah uh, again he's been in stuff i've seen but more I... of a character actress or more of a character actor than like a leading role right oh he's in looper too yeah i i, 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 I think the what i know him from is prisoners which is an incredibly good and incredibly dark movie okay because it yeah it starred Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Oh nice. But oh a, yeah, I never saw that, but yeah, I know what movie you're talking about. Uh, it's very, very good, very dark. Sweet, I like it. I like it. So, um, but yeah, he was excellent. I thought just had that creepy vibe to him, kind of Jokerish, but not at the same time. Yeah. Like I said, he's more of a, like a serial killer, like Saw or Zodiac, than like a straight, complete, like utter unhinged. Well, he's still unhinged, but like not like Joker level unhinged. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that pretty much covers the main cast of characters as far as like what we are following with. Well, so. well let's actually get into spoilers now, and then we'll just talk about favorite scenes and moments. Okay. So spoiler talk here in three, two, one. Spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. So yeah, let's talk some favorite scenes and moments, Daniel. What what are some of your favorites? Like just in the I first mean, act, what are some things that you enjoyed? I think like where are these fight scenes? It's hard to really place. I mean, like I mean, the opening taking on those thugs on the subway, great stuff. Yeah, I mean, we did see like we did see a bit of that in the initial trailer, but to see that full prolonged scene where they're just like hassling, where they were going to like mug this guy, essentially like the, they're initiating a new member. And he's like, all right, yeah, take, knock him out, you know? And then Batman just shows up and just beats the crap out of like a whole group of people, which again, love that. Love seeing Batman do group fighting. Oh, love you know? it so much. I really thought but also, the Go ahead. I just want to say, and again, like he he takes them on with relative ease, but he's not invulnerable where he does take a few good hits while he's fighting all those guys. It doesn't feel like he just as he should as he should. Again, we're year two Batman. He is not peak Batman yet. 
no. But I was gonna say, I I, I kind of was hoping like there's a final moment where it's a him and the you know the recruiter, and I was kind of hoping he'd say something like along the lines of like, like don't throw your life away, kid. You could do better. I know he just kind of looks at him and just like disappears. But like the guy who's like definitely second guessing his uh his life choice at that point, I thought he was just gonna look at him and say like, go home. Some yeah, I was waiting for something like that because yeah, you could tell that kid was kind of re- reconsidering his life choices in his head. Like, hey, this isn't what I want to follow or what I want to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, but also but great. Yeah, scene, I mean, though. I love how we get at the beginning his voiceover. He's like, you know, he knows he's like, I am fear. Like, I can't be everywhere, but they don't know where I am, and they just think he's in the dark. Like, you see people like robbing. You know, like somebody like it's just spray painting a wall, then drops a can, then it rolls into like a dark corner. Then they get freaked out. Yes, that setup was beautiful. I love how he just like he's been doing this for two years. So word spread, you know, people know he's out there. So they see the bat signal and it just inspires fear. Even for people like spray painting. He like like I said, the can just like falls into a dark corner like in an alley he looks down at and he just spooks himself and he just takes off as he should (laughs) so you know i definitely love that they leaned heavily into like this emblem he's like i am fear is a weapon and i utilize that weapon you know christian bale talks about it and they definitely do like lean into it a bit but i think they did what they did at the beginning was really well shot where it just shows that you know he he is the symbol of fear they don't know who he is they don't know what he is Mm -hmm. but he could be around every corner so true though so true and yes that was a brilliant setup i thought with all that um trying to think of some favorite scenes i mean just just the uh the way the uh riddler goes about killing and then wrapping people up with duct tape was crazy mm-hmm. and then how his his whole thing is no more lies writing yeah. that on everything just that kind of stuff was crazy yeah uh as far as ba- i mean every major fight scene was great like it there were no quit like there were some cuts in it but they weren't like quick cuts where nothing lands you feel very you feel the physicality in the fight scenes, which is something you definitely need for a grounded street level hero. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes Daredevil so great. That's what makes this movie so great. Like when his initial like fight scene, cause he's literally just going to talk to the penguin in his iceberg lounge. And, you know, I, again, then we were talking about earlier, like to get to the penguin, he's just like, okay, um, let me in. And they're like, who the fuck are you? Like, fuck you, Batman. Like, which, blew me away just like some some twin thugs doormen are like go fuck yourself those those guys were hilarious yeah <laughs> and then i just love you beats the crap out of him goes inside and he just like and you just hear like music booming then he's just like going like punching guys jumping over railing like getting in fights and get shot with a shotgun you know like just and you know, I just loved it. And then eventually Cobble's like, hey, 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 how about instead of fucking fucking things up and like literally like costing me money because you're scaring people, let's just go and talk. You know, because again, I love that. He's not like a super villain. He's technically like a businessman. He's part of the mob, but he's trying to run a business. Yeah, that's And true. what's better for business is people not shooting up his club and 
scaring uh, people. And I have a feeling we'll see more of him down the road too. More penguin. Oh, At I least I hope so. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it's kind, like of, it's kind of his point. He didn't have his army of penguins with uh, rockets on their backs. Yeah, well, you can't get everything. <laughs> so have to go back and watch Batman Returns, I guess. Yeah, but from that, I mean, that wasn't my favorite. That was a great fight scene, but I think of all of them, my favorite is got to be, and it sucks because it's like towards the end of the movie, but when he goes, I don't, I think he goes to talk to Falcone towards in the last act and it was the the elevator scene where he comes out and is completely pitch black and you just see the entire fight scene from muzzle flash and i just love the i don't know how he designed this this new bat suit but i mean it's pretty cool that can deflect balls i mean affleck's bat suit did the same thing yeah i honestly i still we didn't even talk about it but i do enjoy his bat suit quite a bit it's very more armor heavy, but I enjoy the look of it. I enjoy that he has like this little like um, like neck guard up that feels more like a cape, I guess. Yeah, my I guess my only complaint about the suit was I thought too much of his mouth was exposed. I thought that was cool. I like the jawline more than like the mouth hole that Christian Bale had. I don't know. I guess I'm just thinking as far as like secret identity kind of stuff. I thought a little too much was shown, but... Yeah, I mean, Christian Bale's Dark Knight suit, especially yeah, the second one, definitely like, was closed in, but I, I don't know. Uh, overall, though, I thought the, the overall look of the bat suit was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the fact that his bat symbol was, and I think it's true that the bat symbol is made out of like a, a gun. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's, I think that I read before the movie, like like months and months ago, that essentially like part of the design is like the Batman, the bat suit, like, gun was i think like the gun that killed his parents no way yeah like embedded into the suit and he even pops it out during the movie I'm trying to think of what part that like the a gun i yeah, remember like the, the uh, batarang was on the chest piece what do we but that is the gun it's made out gun. of a gun okay not like it is a gun it's not like a gun that he can shoot but it's like molded and okay. cut out of the gun that killed his parents. Interesting. Okay. And yeah, the couple times he brought that out were definitely key moments where he needed that. I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah. I think it's other fun stuff. I mean, as far as the bat suit and toys go, it was great seeing um, him actually shoot his uh, uh, <laughs> grappling hook. Grappling hook a couple times. Yeah, that was fun. I know, especially because they don't come out and say, like, he doesn't have his Batmobile, so you don't know how much tech he has. Like, And I did definitely enjoy that we see very little tech like again it makes him feel more grounded because we get like an electrified gauntlet which i thought was cool when he was like fighting somebody we have his and i didn't even know if he was get far enough along to have his grappling hook because we don't see that to like act two i think i don't think so oh so let's 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 talk about this a little bit before we even see the batmobile which we saw in the trailers he's going around on a motorcycle a lot we talked about that a little bit i actually dug that quite a bit early Batman going around on a motorcycle and not just relying on the Batmobile to be his only uh, vehicle. It was kind of cool because especially for getting away and going to your hideout, motorcycle seems more practical to me. Especially so that, can you can take it down like those tight uh, tight alleyways like in like abandoned subway stations. Yeah, so I thought, I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, the only tech we really see at first is those um, 
eye contacts, which at first, when I first saw him take those out and saw like the lines across them, to me, I thought the whole reason for that was we live in this world now where, you know, surveillance is everywhere and like scanning your rentals as a way to like off put those to keep his identity secret. But then when he puts them, um, you know, in the little thing, we realize that those are actually cameras recording everything he sees from his point of view. And I just thought that was brilliant. And yeah. I mean, I, go ahead. Oh no. I was going to say like, yeah, we didn't even really talk about like they, the Batman mentality in this movie is he's fucked up. All he wants to be is Batman. And he talks about, he's like, I'm not even awake during the day. He essentially lives a hundred percent of his time as Batman. And he says like, you know, the nights blur together. He doesn't know. So like, after he does his vigilante work, he goes home, he downloads like the memory from the night and rewatches all of it and takes extensive journals. So he knows what's going on. He knows his, essentially he time. Chrono- what happened on what day? Yeah. He, he timelines himself. Cause he has no idea what day it is. What, you know, unless Which, he writes it down. I could see that as somebody that works at night, that your nights do start to blur together. Like what, when you're thinking back on like incidents that happened, like wait, wait, what night was that again? Was it that night? No, was that night? No. What night was yeah. that? And, you know, and, and I know people, and I saw this online quite a bit this last week. This is a very, like, the most, probably one of the most divisive things about the movie is people like, well, we love billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne. Where's billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne? Which, you know, I'm sure will come down the line. But as far as where we pick up with this Batman until the very end, where he's just like, all, he's not interested in the Bruce Wayne aspect. He's not interested in anything else except for being Batman, which especially for a year two Batman where he's just overly obsessed and has no balance. I thought that was, I thought that was a great like kicking off point. Cause personally, I don't really care. I I want to see Batman. I want to see Batman in a Batman movie. I don't really care about the Bruce Wayne aspect as much as some other people, but I can see why, and again, how this movie like will go into sequels. I feel like we will definitely get more of the Bruce Wayne aspect going forward. But just going into it, there isn't much duality. It is all Batman. And if he's not being Batman, he's bitching about how he's not Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which again, um, and to kind of get back on track, one thing that I absolutely loved is the introduction to the Batmobile when it mm. finally comes in in Act Two? Yeah, maybe top of the third act. Not really sure. It's a long movie. I'm not really sure exactly. Once I, you know, once I rewatch, I'll be able to. Yeah, I think it was like down. top of, or like towards the end of the second act. Yeah. But honestly, like again, like we knew it was more of a muscle car going in, and both of us were like, okay, well, we'll see it in action, and we'll see if we like it. Uh, in action, I thought it was great, but the introduction of it when you know, they're going to like him and Selena Kyle are tracking the penguin trying to, you know, he's part doing his detective work, and, you know, and then they get, you know, caught under gunfire and they're like heavily out like him, uh, Jim, like Gordon and Selena Kyle are all just like under gunfire. And then you just see the activate and it just, I love the sound of like, it initially makes just sounds like a fucking scream you just see in this dark corner, you just see like blue and red lights. Like just like, it looks like, it looks like a hell car. It looks like Stephen King's Christine. I think is what I said when we 
watch it. Like it just looks like a phantom car. Like it feels like it has a mind of its own. And I thought that intro to it was so cool. Yeah, we, we never actually saw him get in it. So I thought maybe he was activating it by remote at, set, at first. I thought so too. And then they, you show a shot of it and he's in the car. I'm like, okay, well they didn't show him get in the car. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let that slide, <laughs> you know, but to see it actually in action, to see him like doing that highway chase scene, to finally see like the part where we saw in the trailer of it jumping through the flames, which was all practical effects, which is awesome. I mean, after mm-hmm. seeing it in action, I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm in. In Daniel's the context like, of the movie, I'm in. Daniel's like, I definitely want the Lego set now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, but again, Same it's here. almost as famous as Batman itself. Like I remember Christian Bale's Batman and we're like, that's the Batmobile. What the fuck is that thing? And then Tumblr, just see, what the hell's a tumbler? Yeah, but like, and then seeing it's like, oh, Wayne Tech, military division. What are you gonna have? You're gonna have a fucking tank. <laughs> you know, like in the context of the world that they built, that made sense. In this context, I think it works. As long as it comes in black. As long as it comes in black, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I still think overall, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because it's got more of the Corvettish feel to it. I still, to this day, just still love michael keaton's batmobile it is just so classic and iconic at this point well, but, especially because but each like daniel said each world each world has its own in the christian bale world the tumbler definitely worked in this world this muscle car souped up definitely works and it was great to watch that thing in action Plus, again like that's what makes kind of batman cool is like especially early batman to the sequel He's going to have it. He'll have either this uh, a different car completely or he'll have a more refined version where you kind of see like an A to B. And I'd rather see through the movies that progression stuff like this is the Batmobile that's going to carry us throughout the entire movie. You know, I would rather see a progression of like reiterating after reiteration after reiteration. As long as we don't go. um, uh, What what was I going to say? Um. You gonna say like nanotech with a uh, Iron Man suit? No, um, as long as we don't go convertible style like George Clooney in Batman and Robin, where Batman yeah. can just be shot instantly while he's driving. I'm like, what? I was just like, as nice and slick as that Batmobile worked, why the fuck is it open? Why is yeah. it? A, yeah, why the hell? Yeah, the only time that works is uh, in is never. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the only time that worked was in like this 60s Batman. Because that and was I, just... And I guess Schumacher's doing a parody to, yeah, old style 60s Batman campiness, as we all know yeah. about Batman and Robin. But yeah, um, I never understood that whatsoever. Like, why is this thing convertible? Or Batman can just be, someone can just shoot him. It just made, it just never made sense. Does not make sense. Anyway, um, but, but that, okay. that chase scene was great going backwards on the freeway and everything. And I just, I, I liked all, of, all of it. I remember you and I both were sitting on the edge of our seats during that whole scene too. We were like leaning forward, like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I know. Chasing down the penguin, just ramming him. And I just love how the penguins like relishing. He's like, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, dude, I, I love, I like that was one of the highest moments in the movie. It's just that chase scene. 
awesome. And I do love like he doesn't just rely on the Batmobile. He also still like uses his motorcycle throughout the movie, even after the Batmobile, which I do enjoy. Yeah. yeah again, yeah. it I... makes more sense for surveillance purposes. Makes more sense to have a well for sneaking around too. Yeah. If you just want to sneak around in uh, street clothes and kind of spy on things that's kind of a um investigator then yeah it makes total more sense and i, I yeah i liked it so and kyle had herself a motorcycle that was good stuff I'm trying to think what else yeah a lot of this became about her friend slash roommate or whatever getting killed yeah Revol- kind of revolving around that for part of the story and plot which was good i mean it was part of the investigation oh one of my favorite scenes was the uh, uh who was I forget who what part the guy played, but the guy who had the bomb around his neck. Yes, he was the district attorney. The district attorney, that's right. Yeah, has the bomb. That whole crash through the memorial scene, got the bomb around the neck, and how it like cuts to him sitting there by himself after everybody else cleared the building. They're sending in a robot. That just everything about that I thought was great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. We haven't mentioned that. I I love that too, because then, you know, he's got mouth bomb around his neck, like hand taped up with a phone that just constantly rings, picks it up. It's the Riddler. He's like, I'm going to tell you some riddles. And essentially, which I love how Sadistus is like, all the riddles he asked Batman solves, but they're all questions that essentially the district attorney has to admit to like all the illegal stuff he's been doing to, you know, essentially like, yeah, you essentially have to destroy your career to get out of this alive. Mm -hmm. And well, he doesn't get out of it alive. Uh, Batman barely does, which I know he a little bit too close for me to think that like, okay, but it's Batman, you know? But dude, I did. I just love that the bomb still goes off. He doesn't like he's. You think he might like after he answers the questions, like you think he might disarm it, and then it's boom, lights up. Which I love that that actually knocks him out, and he wakes up in the police station. Oh yeah, that that scene was great too with the police. I enjoyed I mean, that, and yeah, again, Gordon's the only one that's got his back, and everybody else is like, like fuck this guy, let's let's get him. Again, like surprise. I'm like, how long is we out? But you're like, let's take off his mask. And I love how as soon as he feels somebody take, like trying to like take his mask, he like wakes up and he's just like, what a fucking, he's like about ready to like knock somebody out. Well, I, li- I like how Jordan, or uh, Jordan, <laughs> I like how Gordon helps him escape too and how it ends with him punching Gordon in the face and then running. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was great stuff. Uh, we, try- we get to try- see his wingsuit. Yes! Oh my God, the escape off the rooftop. Uh, that's what I was getting to. It was just great to see going off there. Yeah, in the wingsuit, and then yeah, when he pulls the chute to try and start landing, how it gets caught on the bridge, and then just just, just that whole sequence there. Which I also, again, we get a Batman who's like getting his feet with, like he's been doing it for a couple of years, but he's still pretty new, like still pretty green. That one of the things that he takes a pause when he's about before he jumps off the the roof that he's like, holy shit, I'm really high up. You know, you just see it in his face. He's like, oh, fuck. Okay. He's like, I've planned for this. I haven't actually done it, though. Yeah. He doesn't, so he doesn't quite have Christian Bale's um, cape yet to where he can glide yeah. like Bale I mean, does. and that's a cool thing. Like, they have that in the games. Like, it's just something cool that Batman can do. But it also, 
it is cool to see him try and like before he gets to that point just have a full-on wingsuit that he has to deploy yeah there there are just so many great moments in this movie i I can't wait to watch it again it's not my favorite batman movie i'm just gonna say that front patterson's not my favorite batman but damn did i have a good time watching this movie same here it's such a blast and just when you think it's starting to come to an end there's still more to come as far as the riddler getting captured them raiding his apartment and then there's just still more like his his plot his plans are not over yet nope he planned on it like he's literally like uh, like all my leg work is done he like goes to a cafe to get caught and then they interrogate him and he's just like oh and i just love what they finally Uh, have that that interrogation scene was great where he's just like where they're talking they're like he's like and i love how he's just like oh batman you're the same as me you'll agree we want the same thing he's like you're fucking crazy and he just has like a mental breakdown it was kind of like hey never meet your hero kids yeah but and then i just love how it goes from breakdown to like wait you haven't figured it out yet oh i thought you were smarter than this i thought you were my equal you know in intelligence and i just love he's just like oh no it's not done yet and then i just love the big reveal he's just like vans parked along the seawall entirely floods floods the entire city as like seven bombs go off awesome and gotham city garden (laughs) which um you know i do yeah i just do love that too it's like you know batman doesn't always win you know and i just love that like especially early on which is great for an earlier time batman like yeah you're gonna live and learn exactly you know, like this is a mistake that is going to mar him. And he's essentially like in the sequels, I imagine this plot point, like that moment in time for him is going to be remembered and referenced as like, okay, this is when I really started to like push myself even further. Like I thought I was a good enough detective, but I'm not. So I have to hone more skills, have to become better at the detective aspect. So this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. So I think especially in sequels, we're going to see that pushed further. So I hope so. Yeah. What do you think? this is going to look like going forward. I definitely want Matt Reeves to return. Yeah, I definitely want Matt Reeves to return. I honestly think, especially how this movie ends with, again, Batman literally gets almost, I saw somebody say this and I think it kind of works. It's like at the end of the movie, like we have this huge shootout, you know, where he takes out a bunch of like imposter Riddlers that are just trying to assassinate as many people as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, but he literally has this like baptism almost where he's like this feral beast. Then he like cuts that cord. So people don't get electrocuted and he falls in the water and kind of emerges as a more symbol of hope than fear for the Gotham people, for the people of Gotham, you know, he leads them to safety. He helps out with emergency relief effort, essentially. Like he's more focused on the whole than just himself and his own, like more selfishness. I guess, which I thought was really interesting. Which, like we get yeah, more which, of like, which tells me that it was definitely part of the character arc. And we'll probably see more of that coming in the sequels. Yeah. Like we're definitely going to still see some brutality, but I think we're going to see a more like, again, balanced Batman, more of a, a balanced Bruce Wayne Batman in the future because of that. But um, I was going to say, um, I think honestly for sequels, I think they're definitely going to go 
with like maybe an Arkham City type storyline where like, I mean, at the end of this, like essentially like the like Gotham's a disaster zone where they might go with something like a goth, like a no man's land where essentially like Gotham gets walled off because of release efforts and it kind of becomes like an anarchist like area. Escape from New York. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it there's a, that's a storyline. That's story my best example. I'm old school. <laughs> well, hey, it, I mean, that's pretty much that's you get the basic concept. Um, I don't know. Like I said, like this this movie pulls from like at least three or four different ma- like the ones that pulls from are Hush, um, Batman: The Long Halloween. I I know there's at least one. I oh, in Batman, like Year One. So we see some joker character next next door in the cell to uh riddler think we're gonna get some joker in the next one honestly i hope not as much as i like the joker everybody wants the joker and i'm like at this point i'm like i want to see more i want to see different villains maybe i want to see have, the ones that i have maybe have him before. emerge at the end of the second one and and then prepare him for the third one kind of thing but I, I'm with you. Let's take a break from Joker just for a little bit. As much as I love the Joker character, let's just take a break for a little bit. I mean, the last couple of years just had some great ones. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix and, of course, Heath Ledger, amazing Jokers. But, yeah, I'm with you. Let's take just a small break and do some more villains. Let's let Penguin... Well, especially... This... Good. Oh, I was going to say, especially because Batman, like, everybody talks about how good his rogues gallery is. Like, but we hardly ever see any of it because people want the Joker. I'm like, but I think Matt Reese specifically said, like, yes, he had, like, the cameo, but he specifically said that he wasn't interested in making a movie focusing on the Joker. Do you think they could ever, in this world, keeping it grounded, reinvent Poison Ivy? We haven't seen her since 1997. Could they reinvent Poison Ivy? I don't know. She's a hard on one because she controls on a gr- plants in on a pretty much sense. I know, I know. But she's such a great character, especially when because her and po- or Catwoman and Poison Ivy have like a friendship in the comics and in like TV series and stuff. So seeing that dynamic would be amazing. Uh, Maybe a small role because hey, I mean I think we'll see the Penguin character evolve in the second one. At least that's what I'd like to see. I'm just trying to think who else they could introduce us to. I don't know, especially because they make a big deal about the founding families of Arkham being, or uh, of um, Gotham being the Arkhams and the Waynes. So I would love to see like a movie like focusing on the Arkham Asylum because mm-hmm. you could have a self, you could have a story where you could put as many rose galleries as you want if it's centered inside Arkham Asylum. You yeah. could have anybody that you wanted. Like you could have like a Escape the Rock type movie where you Batman gets locked in and he has to oh, fight his way out. Fuck, that'd be sick. Yeah, like it, you could do something like that. Like almost like Alien on a ship where you don't know yeah, where they are. Yeah, something like that. Like it, 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 it's that'd... possible. But again, but even though it's just the thought of like Escape from New York Batman style it just sounds amazing to me. I mean, there there's comics books like that. So I don't know. I th- like I said, I like where they're going with this, especially that they heavily uh, talk about the Arkham's, which makes me think that they're not going to shy away from Arkham Asylum, which is one of the more interesting things in the Batman universe. So I, think I don't know. I'm excited. I, I love the movie. I think it earned its three hours. 
And I'm excited to see what they can do with what they've already set up for like a second and even third one. I, I definitely am too. Oh man, the possibilities. What what a great, I kind of, I mean, it's not a summer film, but what a kind of feels like now we're out of like dry months, January, February. What a way to kick off the rest of the year with the Batman. I know. I, I mean, this is just great. I can't wait to see this movie again. Uh, if I were to grade this out, I'm still going to give it somewhere around. I'm in kind of the A minus A solid A range. It's not an A plus and it has not the, the timing is still great. Like this for three hours, just goes down smooth and doesn't feel like a three hour movie. I still wouldn't uh, drink before or during the movie, but it goes down pretty smooth, but I don't know what's missing from it to make it a plus, but it's still kind of a minus to a for me. And maybe upon rewatching a few times, it'll get better. Maybe it's because Patterson is still not my favorite of Batman's. I mean, I'm trying to think. If, do you have a top? What would be your top three Batman's? I mean, honestly, for a while, Christian, just because I mean that was my ba- Christian Bale was my Batman. Christian Bale's definitely your Batman. You know, obviously, obviously, Keaton was your Batman, and obviously, Keaton is one of the best. Uh, Christian Bale was a great Batman too. Honestly, like it's hard to tell right now. Like right now, I love Robert Pattinson's Batman. Do I like him more than Christian Bale's Batman? I don't know. But also, Christian Bale got three movies where he got to be Batman that built his Batman up. Well, he also had a yeah story arc too. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just it. It depends. Like if they do like something unique and incredible with like a three a three like a three movie arc with Pattinson's Batman could be something really special. It's kind of strange because I, th- I think at this point I'm still like I love Christian Bale's Batman, Michael Keaton, of course. Part of that is nostalgia, I admit. And yeah. I still think though, when it comes down to the third place though, Batfleck, I still think Batfleck takes over Pattinson. Honestly, I just loved his his um older, wiser, more grizzled Batman. I guess I know they did old man Batman without earning it though, which is. Sucks. Unfortunate because I mean I would still love it. I wish I wish BVS in some ways just didn't exist. I wish Batfleck would have gotten his own solo film and then something along the lines of BVS. It's just they they just they rush their fucking world too long. They're like, oh, we gotta we gotta catch up to the Avengers. We gotta get Justice League going. It's just yeah. uh, it, it just irks me because uh, uh we could have had. I mean, again, even if it was Snyder directed, you take that warehouse scene but making a complete Batman film, which Again, I think he's an Academy Award winner, writer and director. Have Ben Affleck do it. You could have had Zack Snyder still handling some of the, like maybe kind of overlooking the overall the world, but you got Snyder with his Man of Steel. Then you have Ben Affleck do his own solo Batman film. Maybe some kind of BVS-ish kind of thing. Only better movie than what we got with uh, Snyder again, per, 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 per se. And again, I still like I still like the Schneider cut, the four hours long, but goddamn, was it better than what we had in theaters a few years ago? Yeah, but I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I think Patterson, unfortunately, is still kind of in fourth place, and maybe that'll change once we see more story arc with him having a couple more films. I don't know. I think right now, for right now, I think Patterson's top three for me because Christian Bale, like, yeah, Christian Bale was my Batman. Like, that's not up for debate. Um, and he was such a good Batman, or at least I thought he was, you know, but I don't know. I, I, and honestly, I still like Batfleck and 
I like I said, I know a lot of people don't like him, but great Batman stuck in horrible movies. Yeah, that's unfortunate because he, I really thought, kicked ass as Batman. And I mean, he got that Jack Reacher build that we see, are watching on the show right now. Yeah. I mean, he's a Batman you don't want to fuck with. No, he's, he's a force he of nature. Fuck you up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I think Robin Pattinson's up there. He might climb higher if upon rewatch. Um, Ready for I, I still I really like his Batman. I think maybe he might climb even higher once we get in sequels, like a more Batman Bruce Wayne relationship. Where do you put him in as far as Michael Keaton goes? Like, what's your order for top three? <sighs> so you got Christian Bale for number one. Christian Bale, I think right now is hard. I, I would say, I guess if it's top three, Batflack is number four, just because liked his Batman, but Robert Pattinson already has a better Batman movie than you know he is That's ever reasonable. got ever going to get. So is that you your know? number two? So, yeah, I'd put Pattinson number two and Keaton number three right now. Okay. That's that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, you know, like they're all, and again, most of Batman like actors are good in their own ways, except for George Clooney, horrible Batman, great playboy Bruce Wayne, though. Yeah. Uh, it's also one of the shittiest Batman movies of all time. Yeah, exactly. Icecapades, come on. <laughs> yeah, and Ice Puns galore. Good lord. But yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty up there with Pattinson right now. It could change, like I said, once we actually get more character development. Where where they could take this Batman, I'm very interested to see. Same, same, so, same, same. So how do you grade this out? Uh, honestly, it's an A plus for me. For pulling off a great Batman movie with isn't rehashing his origin story, while still keeping oh my it gosh fresh. yes that we didn't talk about that we didn't have to sit through that would have been a three and a half hour movie if i sit through origin stories again thank christ we didn't have to we know how he becomes batman batman begins is one of the best origin stories ever leave it at that yeah you know it's like spider-man we don't need it every time i appreciate it more than anything that in mcu spider-man they just skip the uncle you know they mention it but we don't have to see it like we know exactly so like I said, like he's been Batman for two years. So we don't have, we, we know, you know, we're kind of like, we, we just join him. We don't get a huge origin story. We just drop in the world with him, you know, to do that in three hours, make it enjoyable the entire time. The, like I said, the core cast introduced in the beginning goes all the way through to the end. albeit minus Alfred because really that's my biggest complaint is that alfred didn't really get as much as i think he should have yeah i, I agree but honestly i loved zoe kravitz as catwoman interested to see her in other movies i enjoyed the take on the riddler i enjoyed we'll see if she returned maybe, maybe if anything she's absent the uh second film but then comes back for a third film i, I oh I, and before we end this too i did love that sequence of them driving off on their motorcycles together batman's cape flapping in the wind when they're in going through and just driving through the roads and then it finally they go their separate ways i had the great visual there it was and how playful it was because one would overtake one then the other one would overtake the other mm-hmm. just back and forth until they split off it was so good i yeah i enjoyed that so much yeah so honestly for what they did where they like like we didn't get an orange shirt but it was more of a fresh take on an early batman you know, I enjoyed what they did in the movie. I enjoyed all the characters. I think for what they did with three hours, I think it's an A plus. Just considering all the things that could have gone wrong but didn't. Yeah, and this is a 
Making money too. Uh, had a great opening weekend, $134 million opening weekend, which is awesome as it should. I, I think if it was under three hours, it definitely would have been bigger. I do think the three hours affects it a little bit, but great opening weekend. That was just weekend. domestic. Yeah, that's just domestic. But overall, overall, it's currently sitting at 269 worldwide. So it's not done making money yet. It's going to continue to make some money. I don't I'm think definitely going to give it more money. Not going to make Spider-Man money, which is like sitting around 1.8 billion. But it's still going to. I think it's going to really has potential to hit the big B. We'll see. But it's mm-hmm. off to a great start. Uh, yeah, I just I'm I'm excited for more. Same. And by more, I mean I'm I'm excited to go see it again and again. I'm probably gonna see um, this for sure one more time in theaters, if not two more times in theaters. And I'm I'm also glad that this this deal with HBO and Warner Brothers is over. That this isn't just for people to watch at home. This is a theater movie. I mean, teach their own, but it's a theater movie. Come on. But it is. I mean, I'm not gonna argue with people getting more options, but. I also think waiting like a month and a half, two months before it drops on HBO, perfectly fine. People who really want to see it will go see it in theaters. And if you want to see it, but just don't have the time, it, you'll be able to watch it soon enough. Yep. So, yeah. But yeah. Making good money. Yeah, yeah. As it should. All right. Well, I think that's it. Just wait till Avatar, Avatar 2 comes out. I was actually wondering if we were going to get an Avatar 2 teaser before this. I was it's just going to be morbid curiosity. I was curious still. <laughs> At least we got some sweet trailers like uh, uh, the new one for the Nick Cage movie. I, I, I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think it's going to be great. All right, everybody. Yes, that wraps our talk up of The Batman. Go see it. We highly recommend it. Go see it. Don't drink anything. There's yes. no good time to pee. There's not. You're not going to want to miss anything to pee. And you don't want to be distracted by the feeling of having to pee. So don't drink anything beforehand. Exactly. All right, Daniel. Well, where can they find us? They can find us online at movies underscore brews, Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you thought of the Batman. The Batman. All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for downloading the show. If you like it, share it with others. And I think next week we're back with a brand new Pixar film. Yep, turning red. Turning red. All right, on that note, good night, everybody. Good night. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>